When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New trailers for Taken 2 in Dread. SDCC 2012 gets a 10th anniversary Firefly panel. And a special friend comes by the Geekscape couch on... Wow, 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 Geekscape! All right, this is a brand new Geekscape episode. How did you like that intro? That was amazing. All right. So, so there's not even a song. You just, you no, just say it. And, no. and it's turned into a whisper now. Geekscape isn't like a well, crowd well, I, I of dudes. It, I wrapped it two episodes ago. Uh, Laura said it um, in the episode. She I heard that. Episodes. That so, was adorable. Um, yeah, these Geekscape pods, I just try, try and get to the content as fast as possible. I try and keep them uh, relatively short. Yeah, and just I, and trim I, the fat. I saved the theme song. For the the longer episodes with the guests. Speaking of trimming the fat, we got Gilmore here back on the couch. I've actually uh, gained weight though, so that doesn't make sense as a transition. It did when we trimmed you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, longtime Geekscape mainstay and absolute permanent Geekscape friend uh, Brian Gilmore is here guesting on the Geekscape pod. Hello. Uh, how are you doing, buddy? I'm great. Um, so you know, I've just sort of been doing what I've always been doing, working at Ranker.com, occasionally posting Geekscape stuff on all my, you know, Twitter, Facebook, and all that type of stuff. You know what's the greatest part about, I haven't done a Geekscape thing, like, I haven't been on one of the podcasts in a long time. I filmed, like, over a hundred episodes of yeah, this, mo- motherfucker. Yeah, you did. But, I, after all that, after being out of it for, what now, like, six months plus, Yeah. uh, Whenever I post something on Facebook, because my job entitles me, I find a lot of funny stuff, so I'm pretty frequently You're basically posting Facebook on Facebook. for a living. Yeah. Just admit it. Yeah. Um, Facebook and Reddit for a living. Right? And, uh, but the first people to always like something that I put up are just always Geekscapists. Yeah. We've They're bu- always we've like the built core. Something. Yeah. We've built something, and you're a part of it, and, and uh, Walton was a part of it, VJ was a part of it, like... Like Have you, you talked all... to VJ? VJ, yeah. for those yeah. of you who, who haven't, you know, He's been our first there camera since guy. the very beginning, our first was camera our first guy. camera guy. He, he was, was our enigmatic. he was our he was our camera guy on, on Geek Drum. He was Indian. He had long hair, and one day he just got up and <laughs> well, left. One day I called VJ to invite him to a movie, and he and, and, the, and he's like, I can't go to the movie, and, I, and like I could hear tell he was in the car, and I was like, why? And he goes, <sighs> I'm in, I mean, he's like, <laughs> he's like, someone's on in a yeah, car, yeah, yeah. and he goes, yeah. he goes, I'm in Phoenix. And I go, what are you doing in Phoenix? He goes, taking a vacation, driving to Mississippi. And I go, well, or like Missouri or wherever he's from. And, and, and I was like, oh, okay. He was like, yeah, I left LA. I'm moving home. And I was like, well, that, that was his goodbye. <laughs> like, like we didn't throw him a party. There was no we, dinner. There was no, there was there was no, no goodbye. It was like literally on a Friday he decided to move home, and on a Saturday he was in the car. Like even and this is a guy who we saw several times a week. You know what I mean? Like, you he, saw he, him he, for oh, years. Well, VJ, VJ, you worked with him and shit. I first met VJ because we uh, there was a band called Feeble Wiener who from Tennessee. <laughs> it's Tennessee, Tennessee, where he went to school. He went to school in Tennessee, and there was a, a rock band called Feeble Wiener. And they were friends with him. VJ shot their video. And I was friends with, with Adam from Feeble Wiener. And, he, and he's like, hey, my friend VJ just moved out to L.A. He wants to do some film stuff. So VJ's camera, his DVX100, is what we shot the Real Big Fish video on in 2005. Uh-huh. And that's how I met VJ. It was renting his camera. I then bought that camera. We shot, we shot all of Geek Drum on that camera. 
the Kevin Smith one, everything we shot on that camera, the, the, the same camera we shot Real Big Fish. That was the old show. If you yeah, yeah that was the old the show. old show. So I bought, so then in 2007 when we started Geekscape, like the first thing I did was I bought the camera from VJ. And it's still sitting in my office. We shot every episode of Geek Drum or in, in Geekscape on that camera, the DVX yeah. 100. So I remember that. So Geekscape absolutely is the is the spiritual successor to Geek Drum, but at the same time, VJ was a major part of it. And now you have backstory. Now you guys who are new escapists can be like, oh, got it, got context. So and that's how that happens. And after that, going I- back to it, it's like you shot the show after VJ. Walton shot the show for a while, and um, you guys are a big part of it. So, I, I, so here you are. Hello. I'm, here you uh, are. And I'm, if you I'm here randomly discussing shit. And, and Gilmore's at Ranker now. So go to Ranker.com where you can make lists. You know, like on Facebook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Only good. Like, it's a great place where you can make multimedia lists. They're really good. I mean, we've built up the content on that place in the last three years that I've worked there from nothing. Literally nothing. I went there before the website even launched. And I'm really proud that I actually am in a place where we're over 15 million page views a month. Mm-hmm. And consistently picking up content partners like College Humor, BuzzFeed, Funny or Die, and just all the, you know, a lot of the ideas that I have. So you guys the take their stuff and you post stuff. them on your site? No, they take our stuff and they post it on their site. Oh, because I was about to say, I was like, what's the fucking difference? Like, don't you post shit like that on Facebook? Like, no, what's the yeah. So it's, uh, so what we do is, you know, we have freelancers and we have power users because Ranker is a UGC site. Yeah. And people just write whatever lists that they want and sometimes we promote the good ones, sometimes we commission the good ones if there's a new meme, if something happens, like that Adam Carolla thing, we'll, we'll do like the Twitter, yeah. the funniest Twitter reactions to that. You, you you were telling me about uh, a list that was made from like like because I, I have been deleting spam from like the forums like people can just make an account on Geekscape and I have to go through and like delete it. Yeah, if you if um, you run any website, you're gonna yeah. deal with like and spam so, that you have to delete so on a were, daily basis. You were telling me a story about you dealt with a company that was creating lists that were just basically so spam these lists them. were spam. I mean, yeah. when you ever you have anything UGC on your site, yeah. user generated content, you can make anything you want on that website and it's up to the people uh, to, uh, who run the website to deal with that headache something we've had recently is you know people make stupid lists i mean people just come on and you can come on and make a list and just don't make it stupid don't make it like uh like the here are the greatest sports some right. dude just made a list of the greatest sports he didn't add a video he didn't add photos oh, he didn't add anything he just it's got just, called out ben Dunn. it's ju- it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a picture it's just four words and it's like Hockey, football. Yeah. It's like, dude, come, come on. on. At least try. You spent time of your well, life well, doing I thought this. this well, and so, and, and, the, and so the one, the, the worst, yeah, the worst, the worst one that's come in recently, which was actually sadly, like on the higher end, like they added pictures, they, they really added a lot of it. information, they worked on it. It's a website that comes on and promotes itself, and uh, you're okay with that as long as the list is kind of yeah, cool. As long, if you want to come on and yeah. promote yourself, you can do yeah. that on Ranker, but. One thing that a person did, and we buried this because you don't want this. But on it's the fucking still there if you page. search for it. If you Google it, you can do it. And I'll tell you what to Google in a second. But a, a company, well, a website where you can literally buy Russian brides <laughs> came on and made a list of the top ten hottest girls on, like, RussianBrides.com. Their website, yeah. And And I don't know if that's the website because I, but they I put, do but not they, want to promote them. But they put, like... I their... don't want to promote basically, like, quasi-legal human trafficking. <laughs> but, but they came on and they made a list. And these were, like, ridiculous. Ridiculously hot girls, like they looked amazing. But, but, they're, it's miss- all like, but they're missing feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I assume their so. feet have been lopped off, so they can't run. Uh, but, 
I just and so on Ranker you can make a votable list, and when people vote on it, the best items go to the front uh, yeah. top of the list. And these and these guys made all these things votable. Yeah. And they had all these like here's Irina, but the weird disturbing part is that they would put their age, their name, their price. where they came from, <laughs> not their price because you have to email them yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they put on <laughs> yeah. The, but I mean they, the saddest part is they put on. This is what they want to do with their lives. Oh no, they never will get a chance at all. Like they don't make they don't to get become a chance. ballerina. Yeah, no. But Bear took her leg. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she wants to do this. And like she want like one of them's She's like a talented pianist who's missing pinky finger. Like one of them was that like she wanted to be a poet oh, and that no. she like wanted to have a big family. And these are women who possibly only see sunlight for like like through cracks in a cell. And that's what I assume too. The the most disturbing part about whoever made this she dreamed that of made, freedom that made these things votable because they made yeah. another list. Yeah. Two days later, of the hottest redheads on RussianBrides.com. So they're yeah. really going for a niche audience. They, they know s- how to use the internet. They do. The saddest part is that since they're votable, the best ones go to the top. And since the best ones go to the top, what happens to the ones on the bottom of the oh, list? Like, yeah. I figure they have them in whatever dungeon they keep these girls <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah. They open it up. They all, they all rub their eyes. And they're like, okay. So Ranker, here we have. Ranker decided you no longer get fed. <laughs> okay. Ranker decided you no longer worth the overhead. They're just slitting throats of the girls <laughs> in the bottom five of these lists. And like, we, we can no longer feed you. We can no longer keep you alive. <laughs> the, according to the Ranker community. You, and it's just like lives <laughs> being Zvet, ended. Svetlana, you've been voted off the island. And there's pictures. <laughs> of all of them and they're all <laughs> disgustingly hot yeah it's weird like how do they find like russia must have the craziest like they have the most dungeons filled with like potential supermodels yeah. of any place any place in the world they're a fairy tale anyways you world. can google russianbridesranker.com and try and check out those lists and uh support those psychopaths if anybody <laughs> if absolutely anybody actually wants to try and email because they yeah, include yeah. an email yeah. and there's a thing on the website it's legitimate you can buy these human beings did you uh we got we were we were clouded on xan our user xan last week oh i i heard that i, I love xan i heard that yeah by the way he's been around forever you know what xan yeah, yeah. xan's been a troll just throughout right he'll hate this episode you know why because i'm on it remember he was the guy uh. that way back in the day is like fucking gilmore is too loud like he shouldn't be on the show blah blah and oh, he's shit. the guy if i'd have known that I, and listen xan's been more of geekscape recently than you have I shouldn't have had you on. It's true. You should have. I'm more about had Zan. I'm more about appeasing Zan. Should have. You should have had Zan on, but his skin is actually grafted to the couch where he sits on, probably. Oh, you dick. So he gets Zan. I'm not biology. I didn't Zan, do it. Zan sent me this funny ass YouTube. Have you seen this YouTube of the Chinese news story in the magic mushroom? No, I haven't okay, heard that. So go to Google or no, go to YouTube and search for Chinese news story uh, mushroom. Just kind of somewhere in there, like magic mushroom. It was a news story. A Chinese. Uh, news story where they went to like a remote village where they were digging an 80 foot well and they found they dug up something that they thought was some kind of strange fungus and it was rubbery and it had two ends that looked like mushrooms it was a fucking it was a flashlight it was a flashlight right I did hear that like it's got like a vagina on one side (laughs) and it's so blatantly obvious but they're these you get these remote Chinese villagers who are looking at this damn thing like they've discovered like a small like like prehistoric animal that's still living underground and they're they're flopping this thing over cleaning it in water and they're holding this damn vagina thing (laughs) it's so funny um, but where the fuck are these Chinese scientists who aren't identified? Unless, unless in China, I know they make f- entire fake Apple stores, but unless in China they make fleshlights out of organic material, how are they not? They do. They're called two-year-olds. So, listen, um, 
the the uh, discarded two. The thing is, well, fuck it. Geekscape's banned in, in China. Like, is it? Yeah, yeah. How like, do you know that? We, 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 we've had the site banned in China forever. Uh, Since when, the inception, like no, what no, no, happened? We, we had a, we had a, we had a writer. We had a uh, we had somebody on our community who moved from England to China. Ah, uh, discovered it was banned there. When he went back to England, like his company was in both places, he went back to England okay. and was like, "Back in China, this is banned." And uh, listen, the, here's what I'm saying, China. <laughs> if I if, if you ban shit like pornography, you just said they can't hear you, but you keep know, talking no, to them. These are for the people who freed themselves. Okay, uh, listen, go back and write these in your letters back to your 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 countrymen. If you ban stuff. In your it, it, like, if you ban stuff, that, then your populace grows up dumb, and they don't. And if you ban pornography, they don't know what vaginas look like, and they'll confuse them with fucking plant life and fungi. So you're really crippling your people. Uh, you know. Uh, all right, let's get to news. That's amazing. No, but I mean, you'll find the most fucked up things. The most fucked up stories come out of either China or Florida. So no, no it's Florida or Germany. But no, like the Adam, China, the Adam Carolla game that they play on the Adam Carolla show, I think is, it's, it's, it's German Florida, or Florida, Miami or, or Miami or Germany. Yeah, yeah. and it's it, it's pretty good. But China, I mean, you don't hear about it because it barely gets out. Well, China. they shoot you like running for the border. <laughs> like, going for the gates? No, but like in a small village in China, like something that we've had on the list of cooking with body fluids, we do everything. Yeah. Um, is oh, where they the, powder the babies? What? You tell me this one, they, I'll tell you mine. They grill babies. What the it, well, fuck? Well, to make potency pills, they... they, they oh, yes! The, no, they, they, fetuses. They, fetuses. No, no, these are babies. These are fetuses. That they, that I know they, what you're talking they, about. That they grill, and then they, they cook them, and they powder, they use the powder, they, they put the them powder. in pills, and then you eat the fucking pills for potency. Yeah, and they're Human like health babies. pills. Human babies. Yeah, not, this not like came, that, that was this year. Yeah, not tiger dicks right before or like the Miami horns attack, or like yeah. elephant tusks. These are fucking human kids. I mean, that's not that bad. This compared. isn't like a panda boner that you're grinding up. Like this is a kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I'm talking about the small village uh, in China where they uh, uh, there's an eight. They put red buckets because I've seen pictures <laughs> outside of elementary schools where yeah. only boys. Pee, well, I mean, otherwise yeah, it'd be yeah. impractical. But eight-year-old boys pee into this bucket. It's like a they fill up. This, they fill up this bucket. You know, somewhere like two, three gallons. Yeah, yeah. And th- the bucket is then filled with eggs. Yeah, makes sense. And so, so they basically so steep these eggs, sort of like a, you like would a, a hard-boiled. Yeah, so you were like a hard-boiled egg, yeah. and the eggs actually do come out looking like green eggs. They're okay. disgustingly green eggs right. soaked in uh, eight-year-old boys' urine. And it's a delicacy that they eat. Like they don't even cook them. Like yeah, they take well, them it's out. Like pickled eggs. And they take them out. But it's yeah. been pickled in piss. It's been take. It's been you know, pickled. You're laughing. Particularly an eight-year-old boy. You're laughing. It's very specific. You're laughing, but you're from Guatemala, where they have like fucking guinea pig roasting festivals and shit like that. Like if you Google those guinea pig roasting festivals, where they're fucking eating pig guinea pigs on a yeah. stick and the shit. The shittiest like part is that they dress them up before they do that. Yeah, they dress them as shit like we dress our dogs. <laughs> All right, it's great to have Gilmore back. Are you guys enjoying this episode? People, how, I hope people are howling. Everybody but Zan's probably howling. Yeah. Zan's probably like, fuck this. Zan's probably guy. howling because he still hasn't beat me at Marvel vs. Capcom 2. He was the guy that did that. Facial. Was... <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of, uh, speaking of video games, speaking of Marvel vs. Capcom 2, that Nintendo press conference that happened Thursday night, did you read my rant? I did not. There, there, was, a, there was a Nintendo press conference, I think, Thursday night, and it was on the internet. You can find it on YouTube. You can actually find it on the Geekscape site because I've embedded it. Um, and they announced like new games for like the Wii and 3DS because E3 was all about the Wii U. And so they talked about they announced an XL 3DS, like yeah. an extra large 3DS. I love the 3DS, but a fucking extra large 3DS is basically the equivalent of a bunch of old people buying those giant remote controls on the sell through it. Yeah. At Bed, they're, Bath and they're just making sure that little kids can't keep them in their pockets anymore. 
Yeah, it, it's moronic. Uh, but 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 read that read that rant on Geekscape because I'm ranting about how we still haven't gotten a 3DS Zelda, like an actual Zelda designed for the 3DS. We've gotten the port of of uh, of um, what was the what's the classic Zelda that everybody loves, uh, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But and they're like, hey, maybe we'll give you a port of you know Link Zelda to the Past or Majora's Mask. It's like I don't want a port. I played those games. I played those games ten years ago. I want a new game. I also ranted a bit about Super Smash Brothers, which is what brings me to it because you were talking about Marvel vs. Capcom. Super Smash Brothers come to like the 3DS and the Wii U, and I was just talking to Nick Gregorio, and he's like, "Whatever, I like Super Smash Brothers. It's not just butt mashing, but it's like, dude, unless I'm a 16 year old fucking kid living in a fucking like like playing in a tournament in like the basement of like a like a Motel Six out yeah. on the 60 freeway, I don't give a shit." About Super Smash Brothers coming to it. I don't, Everyone I don't care. that plays Super Smash Brothers already has remember Super that, Smash Brothers. Remember that summer? Well, go read that article on Nintendo. I, I do break down the plus and minuses of Nintendo's announcements. It's on Geekscape.net. Remember that summer, one of the first SDC summers, where we were all kind of piling in that room, and every night we would come home and we would pass that window of kids who were playing Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> yeah. They had brought a... There was a whole hotel. They had brought a Super Smash Brothers, like, they had brought, like, a GameCube to Comic-Con so they could spend every night at Comic-Con playing Super Smash Brothers and we could hear them through the walls and shit. I'm sorry, but Comic-Con is spring break for geeks. Like, it you, really is. I was going to say, bringing Super Smash Brothers to Comic-Con is like bringing a real doll to spring like break. Like, it fucking, it just defeats the purpose. For what are you there. doing? Like, dude, you can be a dork at home. Here you can be a dork on the fucking street. Like, at With ho- at hundreds, home, literally hundreds of thousands of other people. Like, and, and people who, here's the thing. At home in your high school, those girls aren't thinking twice about sucking your dick. They will never <laughs> do it. But here in San, here in, like they, they're just like no, you're not you're not on the menu. In San Diego, you actually have a couple girls. You who maybe are who knows? Maybe you write for a popular website. Maybe, maybe you, you can get them. Maybe you can get them a meeting with Nathan Fillion. Right? You like, don't know. Like 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 girls at Comic Con are ready to rock. Every, yeah. Even even the ones who don't go to the con. Remember the chick at Rock and Baja, the waitress. I don't. Who followed me out on the fucking? She followed me out on the street. What? I don't remember that at all. I mean, I'm, I'm well, sure it Matt, happened. Matt Kelly remembers. I'm sure it Matt happened. Kelly remembers because it's like, like we'll talk about Matt Kelly tasting women later. Well, well, Matt Kelly, when, when we first, I first met Matt Kelly like two days before Comic Con. Uh-huh. He came to help us with the booth. When, right. Of course, Matt Kelly's a mainstay. Yeah. We go down there, and I'm sitting across from Jake and Kelsey. Jake 108, who's one of our writers in Kelsey. And they actually met via Geekscape. They met via Geekscape. And, fell in and love. the four of us are sitting at this place, Rock and Baja, and the waitress comes over and she just liked me. Yeah. Whatever. And 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 I mean, and this is before your hair was going gray. You looked this good. Is, you were young. Yeah, I was I was young and feisty before Geekscape, <laughs> before Geekscape put me half in the grave. You've aged in the last four years like Obama. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so says the guy who looks like shit. Yeah. No, you've I, aged. I, I've, I've, I've just grown. I've, I've almost caught up to you, and you're younger than me. So 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 I'm so I'm sitting there, and, and the heat is coming strong, and I jokingly turn to Matt Kelly, and I go, "You don't fucking tell Laura about a thing. You hear me?" We're at Comic-Con. Rules are different here. Cock's a gun. And, and he thought I was serious. Like, at oh, first, he's like, he's like, wait, wait, did I just come out here for Jonathan to be a total creep on Laura? <laughs> and, like, I had just been married and stuff. Like, it was like, it was like a couple months after I'd been married. And, uh, and that's when I, we just, I mean, you I love You just had your Kelly. wedding anniversary in the last mm-hmm. month or so, right? Yeah. Congratulations. That's you, awesome. Uh, how long is that? Is that two it's years? Two years. You, were, two you years. were at my wedding. I was at your wedding. I've ago. seen the pictures of me being fat at your wedding. As opposed to now when you're that... fat on my couch. Um, <laughs> speaking of fat. I am sweating from driving. You're sweating from breathing. It's true. So, so speaking of uh, 
you're my chicharron. So, <laughs> so speaking of fat, uh, two episodes ago, three episodes ago, my wife and I were talking about the Marvel Mania Hollywood menu. That was the, that was the restaurant that used to exist in Universal Studios uh, in, for, in, for like a year in the late 90s. I've actually uh, got the Marvel menu up on the website. If you guys go to Geekscape.net, it's, uh, it's a story that's up right now. Just search for Marvel Mania. You'll find this restaurant. You'll see the entire menu. There's two menus up there for you and a link to the kids menu that you can download as a PDF. And for real, Hot. this this place existed. It was Planet Hollywood for Mar- for like Marvel Comics nerds. And who made this decision that this wasn't a good idea? Not only not it wasn't on it wasn't on Do you remember some of the names of the plates? Yeah, like the Fin Fang Foom Fajitas <laughs> and the Fantastic Four Cheese Pizza. Oh. My favorite is Doc Ock's Walk or Daredevil's Billy Club rolls. Like they'll make no, you no, blind. No, no, it was it was Daredevil's Billy Club sandwich. Oh, I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. there and we so, go. Oh God, that's up on the site. Oh God, Enjoy that's how that. they did that. Tell oh that. God, we were on the we were on the topic of Comic Con, and I wanted to say this before we got off, and then we got off anyway. Uh, there's a 10th anniversary Firefly panel. Oh, that's exciting. Is the whole cast going to be there? I don't, uh, it's up on the site. Yeah, I think they are, and I, I'm excited for them to show up just to like re. Uh, uh, acknowledge to the fans that yes, it's actually canceled and probably not coming back. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just sort of in memoriam. Yeah. Because actually, Joss Whedon said this. I think in uh, in an interview around the billion interviews he did uh, around the Avengers that he people asked him like, why why can't we have Firefly back? Because all these human beings now have careers. Yeah, it's like I'm sorry, I just made one of the most successful movies in history. I'm not going to use my goodwill to bring back a TV show that's probably still going to get canceled. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it's, it's not Arrested Development where potentially they could do something with it. It's like all of these people have full-fledged careers now. There's Castle, mm-hmm. there's uh, well, everything else that everybody all else those is people doing. Have gone, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like uh, the Baldwin guy had a huge career on Chuck for years. Yeah. Like that just ended, and I mean they're still, they're still doing like web videos together and stuff, and so yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. But you know, enjoy that. But but I wanted to ask you, Gills. Are Firefly geeks the most in denial among us? Who would you say are the most in denial geek? Firefly geeks are up there. Well, Firefly geeks, for some reason, think... Uh, Firefly geeks, I think, are largely the people who are like, when is it coming back? Are the people who've seen it quasi-recently and haven't now, already let it go. are they talking about Firefly, or are they talking about their father who left when they were 10 years old and was disappointed <laughs> that they couldn't catch a fucking baseball? They're talking about the father who would sit down and watch the DVDs with them whenever he visited once a month. <laughs> And so, and, and it's like, come back, Dad. Come back. Like that's actually listen, what a lot of the brown coats meetings should just come back, Dad. I, I mean, listen. If you're disappointed that Firefly got canceled, I mean, Dad left and didn't say goodbye. It, it, learn to catch a baseball. <laughs> well, it's like it's like just quit being a little embarrassed. Just be quick. Just fucking man the fuck or woman the fuck, the fuck up. up. Either one. Firefly is gone. It was a good show, and it's now over. Like live with it. Fucking live with it. I mean, the things Make that Joss Whedon has done since Dollhouse. Like, if you actually it's... listen to the things that Joss, sorry, if you listen to the things that Joss Whedon uh, said, like, what would you have done with Dollhouse had it gone on? Would you? And it, it's. I'm so glad that got canceled. But you know, someone in this panel is going to stand up and be like, "What are the odds of it coming back?" And everyone's going to cheer for a full minute, and the answer is going to be no. Yeah, because the answer is going to be no. Because why? Why? Like, is, I want more that, of this happiness. Like, why is, not? Is that person the biggest loser at Comic Con? Yes, because you know, 
<laughs> it's the biggest loser, and it's almost insulting to everyone involved. You know why? Because it's assuming that that's the best that everyone on that stage can do. Yeah. It's assuming that it's not assuming like I loved all of you guys in this show. What's the next thing you're doing? Is yeah. the thing that like is asked sometimes. I was just but wondering if you that guys would go backwards. Yeah, <laughs> like can you guys go backwards to when you were doing that thing that worked and obviously you should tarnish? If anything, it's weird because geeks generally are so pissed whenever you have some like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing. Yeah. When anyone goes back years later and fucks with something that they love, how do you know that the people that started the thing that you love, if they were going to do it again, Wouldn't are going to come back out. and yeah. fuck with it? Just look forward to their new stuff and move on with your lives because they have. Taken 2 is getting a sequel, and Judge Dredd, the new Judge Dredd movie with Carl Urban. Two things everyone was asking for. Yeah, yeah, two things people were asking for. Like, I don't think anybody asked for a Taken sequel, and nobody really asked for a Judge Dredd movie. Nobody. Who are these people? Nobody. Does this Taken 2 trailer, like, was it, like, annoying to you? Yeah. Watching it? Yeah, the the Taken 2 trailer, well, not only that, I mean, it It really, it really drives home the fact that Taken was a fucking fluke. cheesy movie. In a fluke. Yeah, it was a fluke, and it was a cheesy fucking movie, because even in the actual trailer itself, Liam Neeson says, your mother's about to be taken. Like, they make sure to have the yeah, titular we're, we're, line. We're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not saying that we didn't enjoy Taken. We did it was en- a blast. We, we, we did enjoy It was taken. an action-packed thrill ride. But we enjoyed Taken the same way that we would possibly have enjoyed Prometheus. Like, like <laughs> it, 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 it's, not a, it's not a movie that we necessarily say is good, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, only had less buff giants that have nothing to do with the story. Yeah, you uh, I mean I've been served from Green Lantern movie. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the engineers in Prometheus were basically gave uh, uh, what's his name uh, like the the, the Kyle Rayner the ring, yeah, uh, or Hal Jordan the ring in the in the movie. So uh, the Taken Two trailer, what I like the most is that Liam Neeson has to fight the most interesting man in the world. That's like the, the yeah, build, the build he of the does movie look like him, remember. but it's actually it's uh, what's his name? It's uh, something the the blade, the knife. He's, he's in Snatch. He's the dude that, like, no one can kill from oh, okay. Snatch. Uh, so, and now, so, that's, so now Liam Neeson has to fight him. But you're right about that line. Like, they made sure in the trailer to say, your mother's going to be taken. And I have a yeah. plan. It's like, dude, th- th- is this guy psychic? Can this guy see rooms that he's not in? If you can see ro- if you if you can tell when you're in that situation that far ahead of the game, what's going to happen? Just don't get into the situation <laughs> where your fucking family's kidnapped. <laughs> you know what? Invest in the stock market, asshole. <laughs> Do something useful with your particular set of skills that doesn't get your fucking family kidnapped. And it looks like in this thing, the wife is kidnapped, yeah, yeah. and then the Fam ridiculously hot daughter. The fucking Maggie Grace hasn't aged a day since, since Lost. Lost. Yeah, yeah, right. It's crazy. She can still play a teenager. She's still playing a teenager yeah. or a girl in I college. I wonder how her music career is doing. I really wanted them to oh, revisit that. she has a that. music career? Well, in the movie, in Taken 1, she had like a movie career. She wanted to have a music career. Oh. Remember that? Yeah. Annoying setup? I, um, oh, God damn it. Okay, I so don't what, remember what's that. worse, this trailer or the trailer for Dread? Okay, the trailer for Dread is fantastic. Yeah. The trailer for Dread is Awesome. I am so excited How for this movie. How big is that helmet? This <laughs> it makes him look like a penis. It makes him look like a penis with a gun. I mean, so... If he was buried in China, they would have thought he was a mushroom. <laughs> 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 and so, the Judge Dredd trailer, here's what... The, in case you haven't seen it and you want to look it up, here's what the new Judge Dredd movie about. The new Judge Dredd movie is about a drug that feels really good and the police who are trying to stop it. 
And so, like, it's basically this entire town. Bath or salts. what it looks like. Yeah, it's basically it's bath It's Mega salt. City 1. Yeah. And so, it looks... And in the trailer, it's ba- it, 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 that's what it's about. It's a drug that slows down time. So, they yeah. call it the drug slow-mo. And it makes it seem like one minute is basically one second, according to your brain. Yeah. Which sounds like the worst drug of all time. Yeah. Like, when are you like, oh, yeah, I, I it wish... It slows down your brain. Like, I wish days were longer and I could do less. It slows down your brain? It slows down your brain Why so that... Why not call it Todd? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> like, what is the point? Yeah, and so... Well, I don't know. Take I mean, this ask, drug, it'll make you dumber. Yeah, ask the future people. And uh, we're too smart. <laughs> and if you look at the if you look at the way it's shot, and you look at every uh, the shots that they show of this, it looks like it's just an enormous apartment complex well, that's want, locked isn't down. It, isn't it kind of like the raid? I don't know what that is. The raid is that movie that like we blasted over. We love the raid. The raid's awesome. It's, it's that that movie uh, where they had to f- fight their way up an, uh, an entire like apartment block. Yeah, so it's kind the of, raid was amazing. It's kind of like that. You where seen the raid, dude? The, at South by Southwest, we ran. I want like, reviews to. Of it. You need to. Is it out anywhere? More. Is it out? Yeah, it came out in May and then it left. Like we inter- we had an interview with the director on the site. We had a review on the site. You're a piece of shit. Should people check that out? Sorry, we didn't put it on Ranker. Next to the fucking so hooker, am I. next to hooker sales. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't know how much they are, but so, th- but anyways, this trailer basically sets up the fact that there is a rookie that uh, gets trapped in this apartment complex, controlled by this sort of drug lord yeah, woman. Yeah. So it's the raid. Who, yeah, who traps them in this place, and they have to fight their way out. Yes, yeah, the raid. And with, with Judge Red <laughs> and Olivia Thirlby, the hot best friend from Juno. Which oh yeah, is, yeah, yeah, I like her. Yeah, I really like her. She was in oh, was that stupid movie for assholes that came out about the electric uh, electricity aliens? No one saw that Russian movie. The, I the saw Darkest that. Hour. It was so bad. You saw that? With I Speed rented Racer? it. I, I rented it for yeah. I, I saw it with uh, what's no this? one. Emil saw Hirsch. That. The Darkest who, Hour. Yeah, like I play with my hair sometimes while it's still there. But like whenever when we interviewed him for Milk and then we put that into our uh, review. He, there was not a single moment in which his hands weren't deeply into his hair. Really? So the entire time, I mean, either... Did e- we do that for Geeks? Either, yeah, either he was on E, and he was just, like, rubbing himself, or he just loves his hair. Anyway, so I have to see things with Emil Hirsch, because he's a very nice guy. I guess so. And, yeah, uh, right. the, and, uh... No, no, and I enough, saw The Darkest enough. Hour. Why are we talking about Darkest Hour? And I saw The Darkest Hour, Olivia Thirlby. Yeah, no, and I she know was at, why, but let's get out of it. And she's like one of the only things that made that movie uh, tolerable for the moments which she was in it, because it wasn't tolerable. If you think it's cool, it's like, oh, I'm a, it's a lazy Sunday afternoon, I have seen everything I want to see that's currently out, there's a red box that has The Darkest Hour on it, because it's on fucking red box, just don't, just watch Anything Trust else. Trust Gilmore. He'll watch, watch anything and he didn't like that. Yeah, watch anything. So no, you not, I don't watch anything. So, ben Dunn will watch anything. So he watches fucking Franklin and Bash. So in, oh, nobody watches that. Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, is that's a no for you. Uh, yeah, that's like a no thank you. You know what? Sean, who was on the last episode, That'd said, said it was box. actually fun. I'm William sure Bibiani said it was fun, but I'm not watching it. that. Uh, I went to see Safety Not Guaranteed. Ooh, so that's a, that's Aubrey a new Pla- indie Aubrey, movie with Aubrey, Aubrey Plaza, Plaza, yeah, and the dude who directed it, who like gets to make out with her in it or something. No, he did. He didn't direct it. Uh, I forget who directed it, but I know who you're talking about. You're talking about Mark Duplass. From, yes, from I the am. League. I am. He's in it, but he didn't direct it. Uh, it's really smart though. It's about this uh, this Aubrey Plaza is like a uh, an intern who's not going anywhere who works for a Seattle like news magazine, or you know like a monthly magazine, mm-hmm. and she interns on this news story because somebody had put in the, an ad in the paper that said. Uh, 
looking for a companion to go back in time, must have weapons. You know this. You know, like this weirdo kind of kind of uh, ad. And so as, like, as like a joke, they're like, let's check this guy out. Maybe uh-huh. he's just crazy and it could be really funny. And so she's the intern on the story along with like a very VJ-ish Indian kid mm-hmm. who I, it just made me think of VJ and miss him. So this autistic and, Indian kid. No, get out of here with that. <laughs> and, uh, and the writer, they go out to like rural um, uh, Washington from Seattle to, to spend a weekend looking for this guy. And she ends up meeting Mark Duplass's character who placed the ad in his possibly crazy thinking that he can build a time machine to go back in time. And it's a really nice, moving story. I thought the movie was really sweet, and it gets a little long uh, at places, but everyone's performance is awesome. It's it hilarious. It has an Apatow lull. Um, no, nah, no, it's fun to watch. And in the ending, like you can see they cut a couple production corners, and you're like, okay, well, they have, might have had to cut something because the story kind of starts to like skip a little bit just because they have to wrap it up. Right. But um, I really loved this movie. I thought it was really sweet. If you're looking for like an indie to watch as counter to the summer movies, like Abraham Lincoln Vampire Movie or whatever it is. Vampire uh, Movie. Yeah, whatever it is. Say, I want say, a movie to end with movie. Yeah, well, that's pretty. That basically isn't a, a date it's movie. basically a parody, right? Yeah. Um, Safety Not Guaranteed is a pretty good movie. I would definitely recommend it. Laura and I went to see it. And we really enjoyed it. And Holy Aubrey Plaza, and Aubrey Plaza can totally carry a movie. Can she? Yes, yeah, she can for that's sure. That's really cool because I mean, for some sure. of the best parts of uh, Parks and Re- Recreation, where she plays April, um, are the moments in which her face shifts slightly. And she, her uh, her character actually feels a feeling, you know. She feels an emotion, and those are like the heaviest, like most actually like pleasing parts of it. Where it's like that's really heartwarming. So it's really, really cool really that good. she could transfer that on the movies. Um, you you saw Brave? I saw Brave. We, I we just saw Brave. It, we've we've reviewed it and talked about it kind of ad nauseum. But you said that you had a moment in the theater. That made you cry because other people were crying? Oh, my Don't God. Don't ruin the plot. Yeah, I won't ruin anything about the plot, um, but it's a movie, you know, and it, and it deals a lot with, uh, you know, mother-daughter relationships, yeah. generally. And there was a certain moment in there where, I guess I won't yeah, say yeah. what happens, Don't, but there's a really nice, like, heartwarming moment. And I was sitting, uh, and it was assigned seating, so I was a seat away from a family. And it was a mother and her maybe seven eight-year-old daughter, you know, she was coming up on the age that the main character was yeah. of the age of, <laughs> and... Dateable uh, age for you. Oh, man. <laughs> and, uh, uh, don't soil this. This is okay. a beautiful okay. moment. So what a happens? beautiful so what moment. Happened? And so I forgot this, why you weren't on this, Geekscape, because you fucking can't keep a story This concise. moment happened, and, in the, in the film, and the mother actually, she took her daughter, the daughter sat on her lap... The mother started crying, you could tell, because, I mean, the best part about yeah, yeah. 3D Pixar movies is that you could cry under the glasses and no one can tell, but she was doing the whole, she was sniffling and you could tell she was crying, and she just held her daughter just really close, and it was so relevant to what was going on in the movie at the time that I just fucking lost it. I just started crying along with the people all over, all around me. And if you see Brave and you don't cry, it's one of those, like, human test things. You know, like the beginning of Blade Runner, yeah, where yeah. they're uh, giving you a test of whether, uh, whether or not you're human or not? Yeah. You can show people the beginning of Up or, like, the second half of Brave. And if you don't cry, you're just not You a think this being. is one of the top three Pixar movies, you said? I think it's one of the top what three the Pixar two? movies. What are the other two? Uh, Up and Wally. What about Incredibles? Incredibles is good, but it didn't. You're, it it didn't hit me. It didn't hit me as hard. Wally, right. Wally has like five parts you. where you cry. Up has the beginning, and this one has the second half. So, uh, speaking of Pixar on our website, um, Scott 
posted. Uh, uh, there's an artist, a Pixar artist, who made animated, uh, who made interpretations of R-rated movie scenes, famous R-rated movie scenes from like Chinatown, The an Godfather, actual Pixar artist, Apocalypse Now. Yeah, an actual Pixar artist, and he drew these R-rated movie scenes as if they were children's book pages, yeah. but R-rated. But uh, no, no, they're from R-rated movies, so you ah. would never see them as children's books. So there's one from like The Professional, like Leon. Uh, there's one from Godfather. There's one from American what's happening Beauty. in those pictures? Like American Beauty is like the Mina Savari naked with the roses. Uh huh. You know. Um, but it's just in the style of a Pixar movie. Yeah, totally in the style of like uh, of just like a really cool children's book. Because you do get a taste thing. of Pixar boobs in uh, in in uh, Brave. I wasn't looking for them with the with the lady, the lady where she hides the key in her boobs at some point. Yeah, I guess that wasn't where my head was. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, you go to you go to children's movies and you're like, I'm primed. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, speaking of which, we have a thread on the forums called "Would You Tap That?" It's one of our more popular threads. On a similar note. Yeah, and you were talking about the one picture that Matt Kelly posted. So we've had this. We had this thread in the old. Uh, we've all, old forums every iteration of the site has had this. Thread. Has had this horribly perverted thread of "Would You Tap That?" Which is asinine in of itself because if you wouldn't tap that, there's something wrong with you. They only post famous people that it, are obviously attractive. But Matt Kelly went ahead and no, posted. Sometimes, this, sometimes they're borderline. Um, but not, for, oh, not for your lowered standards, but I guess that's not. That's fine. After a certain age, I'd we've all it. been played. Anyways. I'd do it. Um, Matt, Matt Kelly posted this uh, picture of this, like, four, like, this, like, slutily dressed 14-year-old with no leg. Yeah, she has, with like, a, yeah, she has, a, a, she metal has like a, a metal leg. Brave style. And, uh, actually, um, she had a shirt that said, what, what was it? Uh, the shirt said... Uh, I I get this for the parking I'm space. Only I'm only in it for, in the, it for parking the parking space. space, and it has a it has a handicap image on it, like, like the handicap symbol. And it's so gross I'm to put like this, this the, minor for the space. to put a minor and on the would you tap that looking, thread? And she's looking very suggestively in this photo. It's gross. Like it's borderline illegal to have on the website. Um, but she, it's he, not nudity. He, it's not nudity. It's not nudity. Be very all. clear. It's not nudity. But he, oh god, he posted it. And the worst part is that it's on a page. You know when you're on any uh, web forums and you're on a page, you click to the next page to see, oh, what's the rest of this yeah, thread say? Yeah. There, right now, as of this episode taping, there's one other page. You click on it. There's more shit on here. There's one post, and all that post says is, "Yup." Who who posted that? I don't know. Really? Yup. Somebody said yup. Someone said yup. They've got to be joking. And as it stands, it's the only thing on the page. <laughs> that's awful. Anyways, that's the community you're a part of. It's a key, that's the community I invest in. That's the community I founded. <laughs> you spend money on that. That's the community I founded You've and continue to. You've invested six years of your life into yeah. that. And will continue to. <laughs> This wasn't a five-year plan for me, Gilmore. This was a lifestyle I was creating for myself. Oh. I salute you, Geekscapists. Speaking of the website, yep. Eric Diaz wrote a great article that did very well for us. How the 1960s TV Batman saved Batman. Ooh. Like the 1960s Adam West, Burt Ward Batman. Can you give us a TLDR on that thing? Like, well, I mean, like how, did that, how did that reset the Batman franchise? Like, what did it do? And, like, th- some things that it did was it reinvigorated, uh, like, Batman's cast of villains you know you don't think about it but in a way it more clearly uh you know it put some it like cut the it made some of them more uh prominent you know like the joker the penguin the riddler you know those 
villains in the TV series became the prominent villains. Yeah, those are, so and like, those are still your mainstay so villains. So like the, the, the multitude of villains that they had probably in the 40s and, six, and 50s and in early 60s while they're trying to figure Batman out, it really took a couple of them and put them to prominence. But were there, villains, were there villains in the comics before the TV show Absolutely. that haven't come up as often? Probably. That just aren't? I Probably. Mean, who were those villains? I would say read the article. Okay. But the article's pretty damn good, and it, and it really uh, clarifies, hey... These were the, the, this is how the Batman that we know and love today came about thanks to the 1960s TV Batman that sometimes we remember as just like camp. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's cool that that long ago the status quo was set for the entire franchise pretty much. Yeah. And it's worked in so many different ways for so many years. So that's up on the website, geekscape.net. Cool. Also, we'll end on this because uh, we're going to Comic-Con. The Geekscape booth, guys, is booth number 3919. So it's in row 39. It's right across the aisle from Cartoon Network, right around the corner from uh, Legendary Pictures. Uh, we were in boot, we were in aisle forty last year. We're in aisle thirty nine. Just just hop over. We're uh, in thirty nine. Moving it, on up. And it's booth thirty nine nineteen. We're gonna have signings, appearances, contests, giveaways. Be checking the website at geekscape.net because we are for sure going to be doing a, a bunch of cool activities. And um, you want to be, you want to know what's going on. So don't miss out on a signing or an appearance. We'll have the full schedule up on the website. Booth thirty nine nineteen at Comic Con. Come by and say hi if you're if you're if you're a part of it. I got a message from DJ Hijack, who I've never met in real life. Oh, I got that too. He's gonna be there, baby. He's he gonna, is. He's gonna come hang out. He's like a booth. production company or something. A comic book company. Ah, company. okay. Uh, if I damn it, I'm sorry, Hijack. I, uh, if I knew the name right now, I'd have given it a shout out. Good next but, time. But for sure, anything you guys need. Geekscape's got your back because you've been a part of it so for so long. Um, I want to meet that guy so I, bad. I do too. He's wanna, one of the OG guys. He was he was here since Geek Drop. Yeah, would you, but so was Zan. Would you hang with Zan? <laughs> oh yeah. Zan fucking hates you. I don't care. I want to feel a dude who has uh, fucking couch cushions for skin. I don't know, man. What if we meet Zan and he's jacked as shit? And he's That's just, fine. He just, I'll fight him. Well, all right, that'll be a three second. Okay. Um, <laughs> I bring up Comic Con because I want to see all you guys who are going to Comic Con to listen to the show. Come by and say hi. We'll record a couple things there at the booth. And uh, of course, this is something I found out that's up on the website. There's a Castle Grayskull card holder that they put up on the site that oh, I think is pretty it's cool. So cool. It looks like Castle Grayskull, and you put your business cards in it. Oh, it's, it's like so twenty cool. bucks at Comic Con. Whoever made it. Thing. I'm just gonna have to recheck the article and see, but I'm gonna go pick that up. Twenty bucks, Castle Grace or uh, Castle Grace Gold Grace card hold. Yeah, uh, Castle Grace Gold card holder. That's what I want from Comic Con. And um, for more information, guys, Geekscape.net. We're gonna have the full schedule up there. Uh, panels that I'm hosting, party signings, all that. And of course, um, what's the party again? It, well, we're doing another party with Pow and Kamikaze. It's gonna be on Thursday. Yeah, we're gonna. Well, there's a pop- Comic Con. Yeah, we're gonna have somebody. Probably performing as Gem and the Holograms, and then we're going to have a pop star performing as Dazzler. When will all of us find out Thursday the... Okay. Oh, th- so not until the actual party will uh, we find out who's dressing up as what? The rumor is it's uh, a prominent female pop star who might have a dollar sign in her name. Oh my god. <laughs> so, so, so Madonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that's the rumor that I'm hearing. And uh, you guys will find all that as we get closer to the event. What I've got to tell you guys, though, is follow me on Twitter at Jonathan London. Brian Gilmore doesn't go to Twitter, but you can find him on Facebook. I'm Twitter, Twitter.com slash Brian Gilmore, Facebook.com slash Brian Gilmore, Ranker.com, Ranker.com, Twitter.com slash Ranker. And we're at, we're at Geekscape.net. You just uh, search for us as well on Facebook and Twitter. 
follow us. We're always putting out news stories and talking about events and contests and stuff like that. So that's the Geekscape pod. I hope you've enjoyed it. I don't know what else to say. You got anything yeah. else to say? No, it's just nice talking to everyone again. It's been a while. It's not mutual. <laughs>